constantly in the presence of little gnats. See, it's all right for the father to come back from the campus and say, now you be patient. And it's also easy for the mother to say, for example, as they often do in India, that if you are going to be impatient, I'm going to complain to your daddy when he comes home. And I don't think there is any harm in doing that if the daddy is an exemplar of patience. Unfortunately, he is the antithesis. He has had a hard day on the campus, uh, faculty meetings which are irritating, student meetings which are irascible, and uh, he is just on pins, you know, when he comes home, and if he cannot take it out on his own dear ones, <laughs> who, who else will put up with him? So, I would recall here, in this connection, how when we were going to Sedona, some years ago, we traveled all the way by Santa Fe. I still enjoy trains. It's not that uh, I feel nostalgic for the whistle of the train. When possible, I travel by it. And uh, when we were traveling, there were two little children, perfect angels, but rather restless. After being cooped up in the train for a few hours, they really became little sticks of dynamite. The mother was alone with them. One stick at a time, I think a mother can handle. Two sticks at the same time of dynamite, it was really much too strong for her. And the little ones couldn't understand uh, why their mother could not understand that they were getting restless. They started making up poetry, which I thought was pretty good. One little star, two little stars, three little stars, four little stars. It went on and on and on and on, and uh, I thought it was as good as some of the poetry that I see in modern anthologies. <laughs> but the mother got so exasperated that she started losing her patience more and more with them, and then came the climax when one of the little girls said, Mom, I want to go to the bathroom. And don't say, what again? <laughs> See, this is it. Um, she was reproducing the exact tone of her mother, the same gesture. And she had just absorbed the impatience of her mother. So the most effective teachers of children are not their high school teachers nor their university teachers, but the father and the mother, who by every act, word, and even thought, influence the daily growth of a child. In order to have perfect children, it is necessary to have perfect parents. And when we parents are imperfect, I think it isn't, it isn't quite cricket to expect perfection from our children. One day, early morning, when our two little nieces were making a racket, while we were meditating, I went up to them and told them as sweetly as I can that uh, 
we are meditating and you don't have to make such a noise when you are dressing and getting ready for school and not hurry. Little Gita hurrying like a sandpiper <laughs> and making continuous noise. So I was just thinking, why don't you slow down and do things slowly? And I said it very patiently, but she said devastatingly, Uncle, you don't have to go to school. <laughs> See? So even for me, there are daily lessons in patience from our children. And I would suggest that we look upon our children also as teachers to us in patience, particularly when we are getting a little irritated.